okay do click follow button for msme talk on the platform where you are listening to get notification for the next episode release primarily it's a problem solving approach but first is it can be used if an organization is facing a certain problem which doesn't look to be a simple this is something which can be readily used see all the design thinking are a very collaborative projects so cross functional projects msmes have a very lean teams so could even work better for the msmes This is episode number 14 of MSME Talk on Design Thinking with Amit Saluja head Center of Excellence NASCOM. To get new episode alert of MSME Talk, send hi to WhatsApp number 8097665085. Welcome back to MSME Talk podcast. MSME Talk podcast is for micro small medium enterprises startups and entrepreneurs in which we discuss with industry experts and experienced entrepreneurs on specific value addition guidance and solve queries to help build long lasting businesses Amit Saluja is senior director and head of manufacturing center of excellence at Nescom in addition to Nescom Amit has held leadership positions in IBM, General Electric and RPG Transmission in a career over 25 years. Having worked with industrial and technology companies in multiple domains, Amit has gained a rich and diverse experience in using digital technologies such as artificial intelligence, cloud analytics and IoT to usher in great efficiencies in manufacturing and driving business growth. Amit is a certified Six Sigma black belt and expert in devising design thinking methodology. He mentors MSMEs and startups on business strategy, process improvement, and building technology roadmap. Design-led companies such as Apple, Pepsi, IBM, Nike, Procter and Gamble, and SAP has outperformed the S&P Index 10 years period by an extraordinary 211% according to 2015 Design Value Index. created by Design Management Institute and big consulting firms such as McKinsey, Accenture, PwC and Deloitte have acquired design consultancies. For an increasing number of CEOs, design thinking is at the core of effective strategy development and organizational change. The focus of innovation has shifted from being engineering driven to design driven, from product centric to customer centric and from marketing focused to user experience focused so how can msme benefit from design thinking when design principles are applied to strategy and innovation the success rate for innovation dramatically improves also designing is more than creating products and services it can be applied to any systems any procedures any protocols any customer experiences in this episode we will understand what is design thinking what is a framework and tools for design thinking for whom it is applicable how design thinking is very beneficial and relevant for msmes along with few real examples let me welcome amit saluja on the show now a very warm welcome amit on msme talk podcast to tell our listeners about design thinking hi tripti thanks for bringing me here my real pleasure to be here thank you 
Great. So, Amit, we would like to know a little more about you, your journey, and how you are contributing to MSME sectors through your current role at Nescom. Yeah, sure. So, uh, I think while you read through my brief profile, but let me kind of go through uh, the journey that I had. So, I'm basically an engineering graduate with master's. So, starting with the RPG, then I went with the G. And that's where I got perspective of multiple industries. Like I, I got good chance to understand the different industries and, and their challenges. So I, I worked in the power transmission business, aerospace, oil and gas, uh, spent a lot of time on the industrial sector. So which really made me passionate about technology and the application of the technology in these uh, different sectors. Post that, I moved towards the business side of the role. So did a lot of commercial roles with uh, P&L responsibility, product management, uh, went into sales and marketing. And that's where the complete business perspective started uh, coming in. I'm I'm real passionate about uh, both uh, Six Sigma and design thinking. Six Sigma being like, I, I work with G and if you are at G, you can't avoid learning uh, Six Sigma, correct? So Again, I had a terrific opportunity working with G as a uh, Lean Six Sigma DFS Black Belt, which really uh, provided me ample ways to contribute at an organization level, make changes at an organization level. And that's where my strong background about the process also started happening. So I could I could say that I, could, I can visualize the process. So And that's the thing which I got while working at G. And then um, uh, my next role with IBM, where I was in the multiple marketing roles, both in the uh, domestic and the global marketing roles. And if you are working at an IBM, you, you cannot avoid design thinking. Right? So that's where the design thinking journey started for me. Um, it was real pleasure to work with uh, various clients, understand their challenges, and uh, uh, be part of those design thinking workshops and uh, and then get to learn of the application of this technology to really understand how this whole design thinking concept can be applied in multiple ways to the technology related projects so that's uh, background it it really brought about a good mix of an industrial exposure plus technology and plus the process background and which is then when a few years back, I got the opportunity from NASCOM to lead the manufacturing initiatives there. It came like, an, I think, like as if everything is coming together. Because in this role here at the NASCOM, what I'm doing is basically building an ecosystem for the manufacturing digitization in the country. At NASCOM, there is a center of excellence has been formed with uh, support from Ministry of uh, Electronics and IT. Uh, and the uh, Gujarat government. So that's where the center is based at Gandhinagar. And uh, as part of this center, we are actually working towards uh, building an ecosystem for the manufacturing digitization in the country. So as part of our objectives, we look forward to create an awareness in the manufacturing companies on how technology or digital technologies can drive the productivity efficiency improvement within the plants. And uh, to make that happen, we need to bring all the different uh, uh, stakeholders together. So we are working with manufacturing companies. We are working with solution providers, which could be, say, technology companies and also a startup. So startups is a very important element about uh, the transformation that we are trying to do for the manufacturing uh, ecosystem because Startups are the one who can actually bring in a lot of innovation, flexibility, uh, and which uh, definitely the manufacturing industry needs. So 
I think it is all about uh, uh, helping companies understand the value of technology. Once they start uh, thinking about uh, uh, starting the digital journey, then basically guide them about uh, uh, what to do, how to move forward, what's the way of building the digital roadmap, technology roadmap, and then connecting them with the right set of solution providers who can actually uh, come and do the innovations uh, in their plants and then then do the uh, digitizations. And uh, plus, we are also connecting a lot with the research organizations because that's where we feel a lot of new innovations are happening. So so we look forward to bringing those innovations uh, and then get it implemented in the industry. So it, it has been a very exciting journey till now um, with working with the um, uh, with the manufacturing sector and uh, prime, and since you said that about uh, the journey with the with the MSMEs so when we started our programs we started with the large manufacturing companies because that we were always talking about the innovations and uh, and you know and manufacturing even the large manufacturing companies also need help on the innovation side uh, because even though they have a large uh, partners with them but still there are many times there are complex issue comes up where uh, you really need certain uh, different solution which are very customized. So that's where we were bringing startups to those companies and getting the innovations done. Uh, but then when we were interacting with the uh, MSME industries, we started feeling, I think this is the sector which needs most the help. Because at this sector, uh, one is there is a challenge of overall awareness about the digital technology. So that is not there. And because of that reason also, the leaders of the manufacturing uh, companies in the MSMEs, they are not able to think through now, If say, if I have to have a technology, then how technology can help me? What are the benefits it can bring in? And if I have to implement, then what is the way forward? I mean, what to do, where to start? So a lot of these questions are there. And, and then these companies also doesn't have budgets. Uh, and so they don't have that many budgets to hire a consultant and who can come and who can guide them right so and that's where they are in their shell and they need someone who can help them in bringing out of their shells and then get the journey started so then um, with that thought i mean we we started working towards this msme sector and uh, it's been a year now since our program started and and it's 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 a great to see that some of those impact have uh, started coming in and uh, design thinking is again a very very relevant uh, uh, for the uh, MSMEs. So I'm trying to kind of uh, educate MSMEs on this concept also, which is also kind of helping in some way. Amazing! It seems to be a very exciting and challenging role you are playing. Yeah, actually very exciting. So while while it is definitely a, a very different from a corporate role, but very exciting. And definitely, it's a very satisfying role where you are impacting. At the ground level. Correct. Yeah. So Amit, what exactly is design thinking? Okay. So let me first get with a textbook definition about what design thinking is. Design thinking is a human-centric problem-solving approach. Correct. So um, I think that sums up everything to explain you what uh, design thinking is. But um, if I have to tell you in a more simpler way of explaining the things, it is basically solving a problem uh, for organization with a user in mind because what it happens is in many of the scenarios like when we are when we are when we have a problem and and when we say that we have to kind of work towards developing a solution for that we either look at 
from the uh, feasibility point of view, which means that the solution which we are trying to bring in will will work or not, whether from a technology point of view, that solution is a feasible solution or not. So that's the one way in the current traditional ways that we evaluate. Second way is that that the way the companies evaluate for the solutions is basically the viability, which is more about, uh, say, if we have to solve a problem and we know that so this technology or this product can solve a problem, but whether it is viable from a business point of view or not, because from the cost point of view, from, from those point of view. So I think these are the things that gets considered while we look for finding a solution to a problem. But the biggest element, which which is or which is the most important element, which is not considered, is the human element, right? Which is where the design thinking kind of enters. So when I said that with the textbook definition, it's a human-centered problem-solving approach. So that's where the human is the most important element here, right? So it is the solve a problem, which is act from a desirability point of view. So if you are solving problem, look from the user pain points. If you are bringing up a solution and if you want to bring out a change uh, in a company, then look from a desirability point of view that this solution will be desired by the users or not. Because it happens like in many of the companies, you will find certain certain initiatives were started and then it failed because they they didn't get properly used. So and, and and the most important reason for that failure was basically that it was not designed for desirability. So this is where the design thinking comes up. It's an approach which keeps user at the center while finding a solution. Can we differentiate between, uh, say, design thinking, critical thinking, problem thinking, creative thinking? Because all these words are used, you know, uh, in the organization working and other kind of problem solving. So how can we, you know, differentiate between them? Absolutely. It's, it's just, I think, the biggest differentiator, what I'll say, how design thinking is different than the others is, again, the, uh, I'll come back to that human element only. Uh, while critical thinking, it is more about where you have certain things which have happened in the past and uh, you are trying to analyze those things to find out what went wrong and what could have been the problem so that you can use those learnings and then you can and apply them so that from a future point of view, these uh, issues doesn't happen, right? So you, you are critically analyzing the current situation or the, uh, or the past situation. Creative think it is looking more from a futuristic point of view, right? If I have to come up with something new, what could be a creative way of something designing a new, correct? So all your creative elements come in. Now, when we talk about design thinking, it is basically bringing all together. It's a holistic approach where you need to understand the critical part of it also because uh, since it is a user centered approach correct so you need to understand the problems that the users are facing and there are many times it happens that user will not even tell you what problems they are facing not that they don't want to tell you but inherently that i mean they don't communicate well so you will have to observe you will have to do a lot of other things to really come up with the data points on what exactly the problem is and so this is not about just about what user says, which will happen, say, in the critical thinking, right? What are the things that you will have? So you analyze that. Plus, then 
it also has an element of uh, creative thinking also because you are coming up with a multiple ways of solving a problem um, uh, so maybe i'll cover it little, little in detail how really you do it uh, but actually it is all about coming up with a multiple option trying out few options optimizing it so that's where a lot of those uh, creative elements of coming in so i think my answer to this is this actually brings together so amit uh, is design thinking applicable only to manufacturing or we can apply it in service sector or any other sector you know let's take a quick break MSMEs and startups are looking for various kinds of support and upgrade. Are you a product service provider, expert, advisor, consultant, mentor for MSMEs and startups? Do reach out to MSME Talk to list your business. Check the link in the description. Yeah, man. So I think I, as I said earlier, design thinking is just a problem-solving approach and. Uh, and it can be of problem can be of any industry so it doesn't matter uh, whether it has to be a manufacturing or a product related or a services related it, it can it can solve problem as long as we can think of uh, what is a pain point that uh, user is facing and then we can design a solution which we feel will work uh, for the user or the or for the customer let me give you an example of service industry uh, in fact i happened to go to a pizza joint which was in a some remote place i could see that many people they were ordering but they were not ordering the combos i spoke with that person also you don't sell much of a combo here then he was saying no i mean people prefer just the pizzas they they don't like to drink much so which was little very surprising because i mean any joint you go you will always find i mean combos selling there what i notice is the they were serving only the fountains they were not serving the bottles and the place where those uh, fountain was there the plate place was not kind of and kept well so which it gave me a thinking what could be the reasons correct so then maybe when i spoke with couple of people um, the reason what i got from them was the we are not sure what kind of an water is being used right so basically like the person felt that the uh, combos are not selling because people don't like to drink but that was not the real reason real reason was people were little hesitant in drinking that because they were not sure of the quality of water which is used so which is why i earlier said many of the times you will not even know what's the users concerns or the pain points so you will interpret it very differently you will interpret that they are not interested in this but they were interested they could have bought it had the things were different so i mean this is a very simple basic thing where say i mean if you if you really use some of the design thinking concepts here you could easily find out the real reasons and you could come up with a solution which will uh, help the business okay so uh, how design thinking can be relevant and impactful for msmes you know just the way you just now gave one example how can we at a broader level we can use it for msmes so in fact uh, uh, for msmes i'll say uh, this is something which can be readily used see uh in a design thinking one most very important element of it is that all the design thinking are a very collaborative projects so cross functional projects which means when you are trying to solve a problem you will have multiple departments teams form a cross functional team and then working together in a large company 
it takes time to set up those kind of and project teams which have people from the multiple department right so if you're trying to solve a problem say customer problem then if you have to bring together people from all departments it will take time now from the structure of msmes msmes have a very lean teams so they will have a say a production person or a, a quality person or a sales person i mean they all will be a kind of an close together so bringing them together and forming a cross functional teams will be much easier uh, than what you do in a large company right so and challenges msmes also have small companies also have correct so in fact i'll say this is the approach which could even work better for the msmes because it will i mean it's relatively simpler to do for them it will bring in fast results so uh, i think there is all i could see only positives only in kind of an executing it the challenge which i see here is the lack of skills kind of an in doing it and uh, and then who can help so that's where i think once there are more and more people who are there to help the industry so msmes will definitely gain from this concept mm-hmm. so you are saying from this perspective msme if start adopting design thinking it can help in their various problem solving and smoothing the processes and outcome and betterment for their growth yeah or or even or even if say i mean identifying what could be solution of a challenge mm-hmm. and let me give you yeah. okay since you are probing more so maybe i'll i'll give you one more example here right so um in a manufacturing company the uh, there were customer rejections were actually kind of and moved and i'm giving you one more example right there were customer rejections of a product were moved and and if you really have to i mean the when the they started looking at why their customer rejections are more then they started finding out the those products they were while they were going through the all the quality inspections internally but still then some of those defects were missed by the operator who was doing the inspection and then they found that okay the uh, person who was doing the inspection the, in the first half of the day was very efficient in the second half of the day was not very efficient again because of the fatigue level because uh, the person was continuously he is doing one kind of an inspection so there is a fatigue element also which is started coming in now when the company when actually found out the root cause of a problem and try to come up with a solution it needed a quality person to work with a uh, customer support person with a production person uh, they also brought in a kind of a person from the from the supply chain also because they also wanted to show that this qualities it is not coming because of the raw material which is used for the manufacturing right so to solve this problem it really needed these people to come together and considering it was an msme bringing these com- people together was very easy whereas if you think of the same problem would have happened in a large company it would have taken big amount of effort to really bring all of these people together so i'm saying the solution basically that worker the root cause of that problem was worker getting fatigue correct so again it was a user centered problem correct i mean the root cause comes to the user it there was no problem in the kind of an quality point of view it's only if that 
there was some good thing systems or process in place where those defects were not getting missed by the person who was getting tired things wouldn't have been so bad for that company while production process still needs to be improved but it wouldn't have gone to the actual client so so solution of this was still from a user point of view it needed people from different functions to come together analyze the causes and then find out a solution and that's the way it kind of an um, it it worked okay so uh, what you explaining is basically you must have done various steps you know to understand to figure out what exactly the problem is so is there any framework for design thinking which is used yeah yeah so there is a i think the most standard framework uh, which uh, basically gets used is the stanford model which uh, which is a model which has been now in kind of in use so under that there are multiple steps basically which are there which uh, uh, which can be used to start with uh, there is a first step is basically an em- empathy phase empathize correct so that's where you start the uh, design thinking process and uh, after that you get to the define phase of it where you are actually defining the problem laying out your hypothesis so basically in the empathize phase you you understand the user pain points you do many different things to understand what's the problem you are facing what user is facing you'll collect a lot of data points those data points gets analyzed there and finally based of based on that then a hypothesis which gets created which basically forms the define phase so in define the phase you are actually defining the what the problem that the company has after that next step is basically you tr- you start looking to ideate when you say ideate means you are trying to find out multiple ways of solving a solution to that problem so which is then an ideate phase this is uh multiple approaches comes up there and the next stage is once you have ideate and then you have prioritized different solution and then you know that what solution needs to be developed and that's where then the prototyping phase comes up so this is the fourth element prototyping under which uh, you will uh, develop a a very low cost and and quick and dirty kind of in some prototype which actually will in some way show, can be showcased to a customer and then you can actually get a feedback that whether this problem will work or not so it is basically kind of an uh, if you have to fail then fail early right so and then the once the prototyping is done then last stage is basically the testing stage where you are actually doing a lot of those testings of that prototype and uh, which will get created in a multiple versions of it correct so those things uh, will get tested uh, from a user point of view so these are basically the five uh, steps uh, which are uh, which are kind of and being used and and then there are a lot of those other things which are basically the tools which are there so in design thinking there are multiple tools basically also are there which helps in at each of uh, these stages and uh, and then there are certain principles and concepts which are there which basically uh, helps uh, people who are part of the project in 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 kind of an actually coming up with a uh, solution so let's take a quick break hey msme talk listeners hope you have not missed subscribing to our newsletter for the latest news blogs podcast update check the link in the description we don't spam your inbox and hence we do have one of the highest rate of newsletter opening in the industry
okay so uh, the framework which you have told us can we just understand little bit in more detail say you mentioned about empathizing okay as a first step so how can who wants to implement design thinking can really use the first step of empathize okay sure so as i said empathize basically you really understand the user point of view and uh, what you do is basically get into their shoes correct so the the best way to understand to empathize basically under this phase to understand the pro- actual problems that the user is facing you need to get into their shoes so and for this again uh, uh, there are few tools are there but the idea is to find out what needs user has what is the user behavior how they work what are the things they do and plus uh, like while they are working then maybe what challenges that they are facing so it's it's all about getting to understand the user and their pain points and their needs and how do you do it is basically one way could be a focus interviews you go and you talk to the users you talk to them ask few probing questions try to understand uh, their behavior and their work and everything so that focus interviews uh, helps and before even that focus interviews also it will be good to kind of and do some study also like maybe a lot of times when you study about them the kind of and uh, people they are working you get to know some insights from there which you could use in those uh, focus interviews then there is another very good way of doing it which we call it as a be a fly on the wall when you see a fly which is just kind of and sitting on a wall it doesn't disturbs anyone and the fly is just observing what is happening around him so same way i mean the a team who's working on a design thinking project they basically go to the place where users are working and they will just sit in a one corner and start observing the environment what is happening how people are working and then they will be keep just taking the notes no questions asked it is just observing so observing as a fly sitting on a wall right no no disturbance and we have found that this this really creates wonders i mean the kind of an insights that you get by being a fly it's amazing i mean it is much much beyond than uh, what users uh, would have told you when you would have asked direct questions so while we are not saying that uh, uh, this will replace the interviews so i think everything is needed you you need to be fly on the wall and you need, and you need to be asking the focused interviews also and uh, once you do it then there is another important tool or concept you can say you need to do is the user journey so need to create user journey what are, i mean what is the journey of the user where and if a if a person is working then where it starts what it does next what it does next and so creates a kind of a journey and at each stage of that journey identify what are the pain points user is facing what are the great moments user is having what user is saying what user is thinking correct so, so those are the things gets depicted at a different stages of the journey so if we can really come up with a user journey and that actually explains clearly um, where the problem could be okay but ideally everything is around like being in your user shoe whether and that user can be customer or end user yeah so this i wanted to actually understand when you were saying user now in, in any say uh, if you pick up any company the process might have say 10 or 15 kind of you know different processes one after another 
So when you're using the word user, who is a user here? Like every employee who is doing the task, the consumer, the customer, how you define which particular user you pick up? So user means, I mean, if we are talking about a problem or if we are talking about a process, the person who is involved there. If we talk about, say, we want to solve the problem of a worker, then the users will be the workers who are actually working in a plant. If you are trying to say that uh, my product is not, I'm selling the product to my customer and that product is not doing well, then there the users will become the customer. So basically customers are not either liking the product, they are finding it expensive, not viable. So it could be any reason. So here user can be, user basically will be who will get benefit from this. Okay. So basically where we can observe any pain point, it's better to make those as user user first to start the process off. Correct. So next coming to your process, which is uh, defined now, what are we supposed to define here and how can we implement this? Because if we define the problem correctly, 50% of the task is done. Correct. So yeah, it is actually the problem definition only, but the way it gets done is basically you are defining the problem based on the different data points that you have collected by talking to the users, by observing them, right? It is all based on that. So which is the, I think, the most important element here. And uh, when we say define, it is basically you define your hypothesis, right? So what a point of view, basically, what you understand the current problem that it, and you say that this, I have observed many things, now, based on that, my conclusion is that users are facing this problem or you say that we need to change this behavior to drive the improvement or we need to do these things so that these are the people who will feel better about it. So a problem should really, or a definition, basically you need to kind of define it in a way that it brings out the, what I, my assumptions are, what is my point of view. So that should uh, come in. And again, I mean, if, since I was talking about the uh, tools also, so there is a one good tool here is how might we, right? So how might we, basically says how might we change the behavior or how might we change certain things so that it solves the problem right so uh, we could say that how might we change the employee engagement in an office so that productivity of the employees improves right so uh, it's that's the way kind of when you could uh, uh, define a problem. So if we take the example of the pizza one, which you were mentioning it, what would be the define? So how might we make customers order more and more combos? How might we customers drink drink cold drinks and okay. order cold drinks along with the uh, while ordering the pizza correct right? okay and okay. Uh, and one more element here while while i'm talking about the defined cases see in the so there is a one more concept let me tell you there is a convergence and divergence okay. right? that's the other concept i think which is very important in the design thinking first is basically divergence so divergence means you come up with a multiple thoughts and finally then you start kind of an uh, bringing those thoughts together will become the convergence. So 
say if you have say 10 people working in a team or uh, then let everyone say their understanding of a problem correct and let everyone say and then so this is this is basically you are getting inputs from everyone which is basically diverging and then you bucketize those inputs that comes from all the users and put it under certain categories and starts prioritizing them and then finally comes to one that is basically convergence so if you have say 10 users 10 users will start saying i have this problem i have this problem and then they will say many more things then if you start bucketizing finally you will arrive at something which is say one big problem that you need to solve now that one big problem how it came is the collect through the prioritizing or looking together the multiple things as an inputs which came from all the people which is more of an first there is a divergence which has happened and then the grouping and the prioritization happens which is basically then the convergence which is happening so in a define when you are say defining we are actually converging we are narrowing down the problems and coming to a one big problem that we can say okay this is what we need to solve so it's just not randomly saying anything it's basically going through a process of correct so you might have thought across 10 20 different kind of problems might come and then you are consolidating it and defining the one or two main problems and then focusing on that to going ahead so now when the problem has already been defined your next step comes is uh, what you mentioned is ideating now ideating yeah. is something if you talk about in a entrepreneurial scenario or business or like everyone is giving ideas if you go and have tea you know a cup of tea with someone or some of your colleagues or your some friends everyone will be throwing ideas now here how can we you know make it more uh, meaningful here in the design thinking and you said it right in ideate phase we want everyone to give ideas we want everyone to give random ideas we want everyone to give think over and then give multiple ideas so i just explained you the concept of divergence and convergence correct so now so there is a one round of divergence and convergence has happened between the empathize and the define phase now from the ideating phase there is another round of divergence starts because you have identified a problem okay and now you are saying i want to identify the what are the possible solutions of that of the problem could be so now for that we are ideating and and for that ideation we would want everyone to come up with any kind of an ideas whether the and when we do the design thinking workshop we don't say that when you are giving the ideas you need to think whether that is possible or not possible you, you don't think about that you just say that what could work what could solve this problem whether that is something which is doable or not doable that is something we will see later but as of now we need quantity rather than the quality so in the ideation phase we start with the quantity which is the divergence element of it we generate as many ideas as possible in fact we also do an exercise which we call it as a okay you you give us a one big idea or a crazy idea which means you really think out of the box like uh, you could say that i mean i want to go to the moon even even that kind of an idea is also so you could think of a very vague and i mean if you tell those ideas to a outside to other person the person will say that okay you are crazy I mean, why are you even thinking of this correct so we even encourage those kind of a things also we do an exercise okay what are your crazy idea and this has a very important meaning i mean see imagine you do this exercise where you are doing crazy ideas there are 10 people in the room each person gets one or two crazy ideas out of those 20 ideas if it has come in even if it is one or two ideas also if it can be implemented it will be a game changer 
the advantage of crazy ideas are these are the game changers so out of those crazy ideas out of 20 say 19 will get rejected will get shot down but if one idea also crazy idea if someone says oh wow no one could think of it and if this can be done then it will change the rules of the game it will change the way the user will then do it correct so that's the also the exercise that we do under ideation which we call it as a crazy idea so this includes uh ideation and the selection of the idea because you will have n number of ideas yes select the final one which has to be implemented correct which is again the convergence will happen when we are diverting and then we are converging again so when i say crazy ideas you come up with 20 ideas then you start converging and to do that converging also basically what you do you list on all the ideas that have come in and then you evaluate on it you can say from it two scale metrics one is the impact that it can create that idea impact it can create and on the other axis basically you will be the feasibility or ease of doing it because remember when i told earlier that you ask for ideas you don't ask don't think of whether it is possible or not when you have say 100 ideas then those 100 ideas you will plot it on a say vertical axis you have impact horizontal axis you have ease of implementation or feasibility and then you start picking up the things where you see there are high impact and low in the ease of implementation which means it can be easily implemented so those are the ideas which are your low hanging fruits correct so you pick those ideas first and then you just kind of you just say go with it and then the ideas which basically comes up say that these are high impact but difficult to implement also then those are the things where you start further discussing and then see whether you really take it forward or not so that is how you basically d- converge and then you do the prioritization mm-hmm. so basically first prefer the low hanging fruits and then one which is going to take more difficulty or they are not so easy to implement they could be little larger projects and they might need more resources need to be done as with a more proper detailed planning and maybe you know maybe at later steps yeah so next uh, after the finalization of an idea, idea or ideation you say uh, the next step comes as a prototype now this word sounds very technical and uh, synonymous to startups and large business organization that you know they make prototype for everything but if you understand uh, how this prototype can be used to optimize any product or process to create value even in small businesses so how can we you know do that yeah correct so i think uh, i agree when a lot of time prototypes when we say that it comes out like the uh, startups are doing a pocs and we call it as a prototype uh, which is in some way it is similar uh, so the idea at this stage is basically prototyping means you are doing experimenting mm-hmm. uh, other thing is i i use that term earlier you are actually you want to fail fast so idea of this is basically instead of that you if there is a product or a service to be created and uh, uh, you spend say one month of your time do all the hard work and then finally you go to the client or or say to the users and then say that user says no this doesn't work so then what which means you have already spent a lot of energy resources time there but uh, but then you are you fail so we need to fail as early as possible which means create a very quick to make prototype of it now that prototype actually can be a small say if it is you are trying to develop an app which 
say takes two, three months to develop. So prototype of that could be you can just create a dummy model of it, which uh, just which says the user screens. So maybe spend two days and then create those dummy screens and then take it to the few of the users. Okay. And then get their feedback. So users will then only will tell you certain things which they see right, certain things which they don't see right. So through this, you have saved so much amount of time. So imagine, I mean, you would have developed an app and then user would have told you, okay, this doesn't work for me. And you would have thinking, oh, wish I knew this before at the start. I could have fixed it right there only. I, I wouldn't have wasted so much. Of it, right? So that's the way the prototyping thing. So you start and at each and prototype is not just you create prototype once. You will create prototype multiple times until you until you start seeing that. Yes, I mean, the users are finding it valuable because at each stage you will start getting some feedback and it will improve and as the prototype stage change the level or the quality of that prototype will also improve because at first stage which if you make a prototype it will be as i said quick and dirty but if your prototype is at this third stage or second stage it will not be quick and dirty it would have mm-hmm. gone through some iteration correct it would have reached so it will the look and feel will start getting better of it right prototype could be even a video you could, I mean, if you want to create certain big thing, why don't you create a video of it and then show it to some, someone like if you want to create a concept, create a video of that concept and then show it that way. Instead of, exp- so idea is basically instead of explaining some things to the user or the customer over the PPTs or just kind of and through the explanation, better to show them something which will help them visualize that, that how actually it will look like. So a small 3D model also could be a prototype. Like you could use, if you are developing a product for someone to be launched in a market, you could even make a 3D model using paper and something and then show it to a few people and then say, how does this look? So that also is a prototype. Here, Amit, there's a possibility that, you know, once a prototype has been made and tested, there's a possibility that, uh, as you said, multiple rounds of prototyping might be required for a problem. Once prototype is made, again, uh, as a step, as a process, you go back to ideation or problem defining stage. It's a, Okay, I think this is another thing which we missed talking earlier. It is a very iterative and agile process. Mm-hmm. So you keep going back and forth between these process also. So... So basically, when you said that, uh, when I said that, that I mean, you do a prototyping, after the prototyping, you are going to the user. So which means you are doing the testing now, you are in the next stage of testing, okay, the user gave you some feedback. And then basically, you will feel that, oh, I think this doesn't work. I need to do something different. I could go back to the ideate phase and start ideating key. I had earlier, my earlier solution was based on this. This doesn't work. So I need to make some changes. So you are in the idea. Okay. Imagine, I mean, say with first prototype, you went to the users and users would have said, no, this is not my problem. Then what? Which means your defined phase was wrong. You didn't do things, few things right in the defined phase. So at that time, then you will have to come back to the defined phase, fix up those things that fix up the definition of the project well, and then again move forward quickly do the um, ideation stage and then run through that so these iterations will keep happening but the second iterations and the third iteration will take much lesser time than the first iteration. Mm-hmm. so in which scenario design thinking should be implemented we can have problem thinking of various kind at every stage all organization or even a day-to-day life or businesses how do we you know 
say, okay, fine, let's follow a particular process to do this? So I think primarily it is that while I said that um, it's a problem solving approach, but specific scenarios, if you're asking, so it first is it can be used, as I said, if, if an organization is facing a certain problem, which doesn't look to be a simple. So that where is the maybe one way the design thinking, one area where the design thinking can be used. You come across a wicked problem, which actually is a complex problem and you need cross-functional teams to work on it. So for those kind of problems, design thinking will work better. Second kind of scenarios where design thinking works great is basically if you have to define a roadmap for an for a company or, a, or I say for your organization. So if you really need to look through multiple aspects of your organization, you have to think of a roadmap for your organization, say technology roadmap or a uh, business roadmap or a product roadmap. If you if you have to come up with a, something which impacts organization as a whole, in those kind of scenarios also, it is recommended to use the design thinking method. So use it for problems which are complex in nature or use it for a problem which are impacting at an organization level. So that's where I'll say is way to decide it. Got it. So uh, is it necessary to have a clear problem in front of us to start implementing design thinking or business should make it part of their process of doing most of the work? I mean, one way to look at it is basically uh, look at the problem complexity or, or a problem that impacts more than one department so that's where look at using design thinking second thing what i'll say is maybe say design thinking as a whole all the five steps you i mean you might not have to do with every small problem also or every problem but definitely the concepts or the tools that comes with the design thinking i think that could be make as a something to be used day in and day out in an organization for example, I was explaining the concept of uh, divergence and convergence. Right? So, I mean, to use divergence and convergence, you really don't have to do a workshops and everything. Right? Imagine uh, there is a HR team who's, uh, who's finding the resume tracking very difficult. It's a simple problem, which is just for their department. Then in that case, they could just form a team within that HR who could just kind of think through, okay, why we are seeing this problem? What are the reasons? Uh, so the divergence and convergence starts happening within that same two, three people. I mean, there are no large scale teams have been defined who goes through every step of a process uh, with the empathize, define and correct. We don't have to really do all the workshops. So, but the simple use of these concepts and the tools like storyboarding, Storyboarding is other great tool with which visually you explain a problem to other person. So sometimes even the creating a storyboards also helps uh, within that department also. So I mean, a lot of these things can be created as part of the culture also. Uh, at least the tools and the concepts I'll say can be used uh, at a daily level in an organization while those specific workshops can be there for a complex problems. Interesting. Yeah, and, and we do it and we do it actually many times intuitively we do it. So, I mean, I'll give you other examples. Suppose, I mean, an employee is writing a very important email and what he does is basically he puts together few of the messages and will say, 
show to his manager that I'm writing this email and these are the few messages which I'm writing. Is it okay? So what is this? That few messages, basically, it's like a prototype that he has created. Okay. And that prototype, he's actually getting a feedback. So a lot of times, I mean, these concepts inherently, we use it. But when we start using it with a more uh, purpose in mind, I think then the real value will start coming. So can you explain in some stepwise how design thinking can be implemented in a very easy and simple example? Okay. So I'll, I'll give you an example where... Um, Again, it's a very interesting case. So there is a company who's actually uh, selling a product. Again, see, I'm not naming those companies and the products, uh, but uh, in the interest of the confidentiality, but but definitely I think these uh, examples will give you a lot of ideas. So that company basically is on the B2C segment and it is selling uh, products which are regularly used uh, um, by the consumers directly. The problem that basically they observed is so they have actually for one product line they had five variants and 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 then they, during the sales analysis what they observed that uh, all of these variants basically were not equally selling so the variants which were at a lower end they were selling more than the variant which are at a higher end while the company wanted opposite the higher variant will have more margins versus the lower variant Right, but it was not happening. So there was so the overall profitability of that product line was not good. So that's where the company basically what they did is they formed this cross-functional team, and uh, in that they brought in. So while understanding, so they brought in few customers. They brought in the distributor. They brought in their uh, people from the sales, from their marketing, from their packaging from their R&D team, right? So they, they formed a team of uh, these and then who basically worked using this design thinking methodology to find out what could be the reasons and what could be the uh, solution. So then what it happened is the, when the project started, there were two interns uh, which were hired. They were made to sit in a stores for few days and those people were just sitting there interns and then taking notes. Remember that fly on the wall, right? So they were the fly on the wall there when the customers were asked, coming and asking for buying a product. They were just seeing, okay, what kind of questions customer asking, what kind of an, uh, points they are raising and what the shop person is basically kind of an explaining them. That's where the data collection then started happening. And then what they did is their distributors, then what they did is they did some interviews with few of the customers, which were actually focused interviews that uh, they did it. Right? So, through that also, they got a lot of inputs. And finally, then they had their uh, workshop together when basically they had all the data points with them. So idea was now to can basically they define the problem. And when they did that brainstorming and divergence, convergence, correct? So what they found out it was that customers are not very clear about the value that each of the variant provides. So that part was not clear from a pricing point of view also. So in a way then like the lower ended uh, variants and the middle end variants, there were a lot of overlaps between the features there. So that way customers were not sure which one to buy. And when someone is not sure which one to buy, you end up buying the lower one. You think that okay, I mean, we'll, we'll manage with this. So that was the reason basically then which came out that the value from each of the offering is not coming out clearly to the customer and which is why they are not able to decide which version to buy and then they end up buying the 
lower version of it. Correct. So that's how the problem was defined. And now to find out a solution, basically, again, they had a uh, ideation phase where all the, like I told you, all the distributor or sales marketing packaging, and then everyone got together and then they brainstormed now if they have to come up with an offerings to their customer which are one is basically in a way clear from a value point of view and second is a packaging also in a packaging what are the things that should be there so that the customer start getting some kind of a description or of a value from there also so that way they could basically make few changes in the configuration of those variants and then what they did it is basically for at a first stage they just created the packaging went to the user to other customers and then explained them these are the things uh, or product that we have to offer you and then they saw that the reaction of or the understanding of those customers was getting better in terms of which variant to pick up so this was an example of early prototype they just went with the change of packaging which has some better descriptions and some more clarity and then they started working out in a next phase where they made some changes in the variants also the actual product and then they again went back to the customer and then asked them okay now and they were different customers so, and then they again asked so what uh, how they feel about it so they got another some feedback there so that's how they kind of and kept improving it and finally they came up with a version which actually kind of and brought clarity in terms of what uh, variant to buy and actually customers the company they saw the results in terms of this more of a mid and high variant this started selling so it's a exercise where that i think the whole team together and then they went in a structured way of solving a problem and the problem here was basically now how do you help the users in picking up the right variant correct so again here the customer was centered correct because customer was actually facing a problem that he is not able to decide which variant to pick up so here the empathizing was with the customer with the customers correct So, uh, Amit, you are helping a lot of manufacturing MSMEs in digitization. Now, can you just uh, tell that design thinking can be used in exactly knowing the problem and the solution for the digitization requirement of those MSMEs? Yeah. Again, um, with the MSMEs, as I said earlier, the problem is their uh, skills are not there much, so they don't know where to start, how to solve a problem. So it's actually a very it's a it's a wicked problem for them that they don't have real clarity about how to. So their aim is basically I want I I want to reduce the cost. I want to produce more with the same set of resources. When they say resources, basically the either it is the number of people or the machine or the equipments that they are using right so they want to within the same set of resources you want to produce more so uh that's where is the problem and and then for which the digital solutions basically can very well help in making it happen now those leaders they really don't have clarity on how to kind of and what to do and how to implement and plus this involved something which is there at an organization level because if say they implement certain solution there say digital solution then a worker will get impacted because worker there will be a the way that worker works will get changed correct so there there needs to be a behavior change with the worker that needs to be brought in there will be impact to the manager uh, level also and there will be a kind of an impact at the leadership level so considering 
this impacts at the organization level so that's where uh, the design thinking methodology again will will be a great help to the msmes here because what what they can actually do is they bring in people from each of the departments like their functional heads say quality head manufacturing head operations head and and also they can bring in some of their workers correct who are actually working supervisors and then form a core team and when that this team basically can sit together identify the issues at an organization level so in this case basically it will be not just management who is saying that i want more i want more i want you to produce more correct i want less wastage the workers will also say that i am getting fatigue the lighting is not well here uh, this machine breaks down sometime it, it takes time to fix up that machine correct logistics person will say that i mean when we send it the trans- uh, the transport arrangements are not good so there are every basically functional head or a or a user basically they will bring their own perspective of the problems which is there in the organization and then if you are looking through all of these things and then finally you are prioritizing correct you are bucketing those problems coming up with the top two or three big problems that the company has correct which is that defined phase which has started happening then you again you get into the ideation part of it coming up with the solutions and then bringing out what could be the possible solutions and then you are testing so it is basically through bringing everyone together you are actually coming up with a problem definition and a solution where everyone's input are there so when actually management will implement the solution then worker cannot say that no i will not use it because the worker has also contributed in defining say if if a solution he has to use then what he needs right lot of those inputs has also gone in defining a problem right so that's where i think the msmes greatly will get benefit and uh, as i said earlier it is all about bringing together and msmes the advantage is that they have a lean team and it is easy to bring all together. this design thinking can help in digitization process also in the manufacturing Absolutely. sector and and yeah. uh, other sectors also while you have done a lot of work with the manufacturing sector digitization Could you just share some example for the digitization process you have done? Yeah, digitization. In fact, I mean, I was um, I started earlier with the example of a quality defect process. So there were uh, there was a company where there's a lot of uh, products basically were getting rejected, and uh, and then later on through that project, it was found out that worker fatigue was the main. main kind of an cause of the defect which is getting passed so now the idea which came up is basically you know how do you take care of worker fatigue so then what that company did it is so the company put up a camera based inspection solution for the uh, for doing the all the quality checks which means camera was put up on the line that camera is now taking the pictures of a product and there were certain images of a defect defect product which was given to the system and and the when the uh, camera took a picture and then system basically analyze that picture with the defected pictures it is already there in the database and then it takes a call whether the product which has got manufactured there is a defect there or not right so with that solution the workers basically the fatigue level those things they were kind of and got taken care of because machine in this case was doing inspection instead of the worker and machine will not get tired if the machine is doing an inspection correct the level of performance 
if it is there in the morning or in evening or a saturday or a, any day the performance level will remain the same correct and the way also it was done using those design thinking methodology only because identifying what is the problem area and then what could be a solution was all done uh, using these concepts interesting digital thinking to know the solutions uh, to implement through digitization in these sectors so it's an interesting example you have given and uh, i'm sure these things are required a lot a lot you know in these msmes where digitization can improve lot of quality lot of output cost reduction increase in the margins profit margins can be increased a lot the scale of operations can increase multifold so that's interesting so now uh, it's been very really nice session and you have taken us through the entire journey of design thinking I, it, everything was coming in front of me like a visualization happening so as we move towards the last section of our episode uh, we would like to you know uh, know the few top most things comes in your mind as a recommendation to the entrepreneurs as guiding principles which can be from the perspective of long term okay so just for the entrepreneurs uh i think whether you use design thinking or not i'll i'll certainly say that you should use design thinking for uh, for something which is you are doing at a very strategic level or or pro big problem you're trying to solve but still i think the three things if i have to say is number one will always will be the focus on the users i mean forget about going through each of the phase and then doing uh, at each stage different workshops but never lose sight of the users i mean you should not develop a product you should develop a way to solve a problem correct as long as you focus on the problem solving i think uh, you will succeed second thing what i will say is uh, uh, it never happens that the things gets made right at the first attempt so iterative development has to be there i mean uh, so ensure that i mean you will have refinement will keep happening and keep taking feedbacks from the users with every refinement don't show to the user just the final product because you will end up wasting lot of time and money if the final product just goes there and uh, the third thing is uh, don't just make a product as i said earlier you have to look at the uh, desirability point of view also you have to look through the uh, that something which will solve a problem so make solutions don't make product make solutions to the problem and could you just also share some short term tips or hacks okay so uh, if you have to again i mean short term tips or hacks for using design thinking uh, i will say use the tools at least there are multiple tools which are there which at each stage of the design thinking and it doesn't mean that again that when you are doing the complete design thinking project only you have to use those tools some of the tools which we can use just pull out that tool and then use it for the work that you are doing so i mean those ad hoc also you can use not that you really have to have a design thinking project so we anyway talked about this several tools the one could be say how might we so how might we is a way to really define a problem or uh, it could be a fly on the wall correct where you actually 
observe the things which are happening around you so that could be other way of uh, uh, doing the things so at every stage the design thinking methodologies gives you several of uh, these tools and try using as much as possible these tools because these tools really brings a structure these processes doesn't kind of an uh, solve a problem but what it really does is basically brings a structure in us to solve a problem second thing is use visualization as much as possible whether you create storyboards or create pictures use videos so because just explaining or a powerpoint to someone it is very it is not easy if the same thing you explain something visually whether creating some models quick model or a ppt or not ppt sorry a video or something which brings the visual part of it then the understanding becomes much much better and the third thing is never forget convergence and divergence and convergence i mean it's a absolutely very nice way of coming up with a multiple option and then finally agreeing on to something which really you need to work on so keep diverging and converging great in fact a very nice episode where you have taken up the entire thing of design thinking if uh, any listener has not been aware of design thinking i'm sure they will get lot of insights and uh, you know mental map made up in their mind that what design thinking is all about and how it can be implemented in their businesses so a very thank you for you uh, amit for this session it is really gave a uh, you know a new concept to our listeners to bring design thinking in their working didn't realize i mean we spent so much time talking about this but uh, i i thoroughly enjoying and sharing my experience and i hope uh, it will help the listeners so uh, and uh, in case still uh, someone needs to kind of and to know more and they can always uh, reach out to me over linkedin and um, and i'll be more than happy to at least guide on what can be done definitely and apart from that amit how nescom can be approached you know if any listener want to work yeah sure so from a manufacturing point of view if if anyone needs help on the digitization initiatives then i can give email id smartmanufacturing@nascom.in so if you need any help i mean uh, write to us at this email id and then uh, we'll be more than happy to help you with with the solution to your problem or uh, or, or just to guide you on what can be done okay uh, does any regular workshop happens yeah so from an awareness creation workshop also yes we do it regularly like in march we'll be doing one version where which will be inviting leaders from the manufacturing companies on a two hour session on design thinking okay great thanks a lot amit and we wish you all the best for the work you are doing for msmes and may many more msmes get impacted by you and nescom in digitization and in through digital thinking oh, great thank you zipti thank you for having me here it was really pleasure talking to you through this episode i hope you would have got some answers to your queries and guidance for way forward do share your learnings from the episode your feedbacks and suggestions 
If you are an entrepreneur and have questions from experts or any particular topic or profile of expert you want to hear, or if you are an industry expert with MSME as a target audience, do reach out to us. Our link is given in description. And at last, please do subscribe for MSME Talk Podcast and don't forget to share the podcast link with your friends, family and network. Take care. Goodbye. Happy to share MSME Talk podcast and the peak ranking chart of 10th country in the Apple Podcast country level entrepreneurship category. If you are an expert or provide product or services to small businesses, MSMEs and startups, reach out to us to discuss showcase opportunity in MSME Talk. Contact details given in description.